in 05 and 06 I deployed to Kuwait I used to wait every day for them to say Nature going home I missed my life, missed my wife For 15 months she was all alone But when I got back I felt out of control Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold I keep on drinking so I'm sinking in a river of liquor Me and my wife weren't alright, I didn't reconnect with it I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be so I invested in myself I started seeing coaches Life is a camera, I fixed the lens and now I see in focus Now my life's unrecognizable From my life just a couple years ago 17 plus years of marriage, it's never been better than this and we got three kids, that's who I do it for I'm gonna be a leader I'ma lead the way Cause I'm a firm believer We can do anything we want Look, if I said it, then I meant it I probably already did it Consider it done Consider it done If you need some inspiration, you should play this Championship Leadership Podcast Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Championship Leadership Podcast. We got Adam Jason with us here coming out of Columbia. So uh, thanks for being here today. Thanks, Nate. Pleasure to be with you. Yeah. Uh, I know you said you originally grew up in Buffalo, New York. Uh, yes. Are you a Bills fan? I am. I am. Okay. It's, been yeah. a... <laughs> it's been an interesting journey, a, a lifetime of a fanhood that's uh, <laughs> not gone a lot, not gone very far since the early nineties, but yeah. coming around. Coming well, they, around. Yeah. They, they brought you close a bunch of times and, and uh, I know how that can be challenging. I'm a Packers fan. Yes. Um, oh, that's easy. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, I can't, I can't cry too much. They have won a couple in my lifetime that I can remember. And, uh, but a lot of, you know, almost, but not quite. So, uh-huh. Uh, but, but I guess we're not here to talk football. So uh, championship <laughs> leadership is the name of the podcast. What comes to mind for you when you hear championship leadership? What does that mean to you? Oh, man, I guess if we're talking about the the context of business, contract context of, of entrepreneurship, you know, that's a challenge I think all entrepreneurs face, especially as they, as they continue to grow their team. Um, you know, we can get kind of into different theories or how, how I approach it and the businesses that, that we're building down here in Colombia. But I guess, you know, using the, the, the football analogy, I think leadership for an entrepreneur, a boss, leader of an organization is really a combination of that player, coach, cheerleader role. And I think part kind of kicking people and making them, making them move along. So we can keep yeah. it in the sports realm if you want to. <laughs> sure. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. What, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself for the listener here today? Not super familiar with who you are and what you're up to. Sure. So as you mentioned, talking to you today from Medellin, Colombia, been down here for five years now, just past, past the five year mark in, in January. Uh, my background is as an attorney, practiced for almost a decade in the, in the U.S. in corporate finance, SEC, um, IPOs, public-private equity debt financing, really for Fortune 500 companies, Wall Street investment banks. Worked for two of the larger law firms in the world for, for that decade period before finding Columbia. 
from a personal perspective, I was kind of at a point in my career where you decide, and those who are familiar with kind of the corporate America law firm world, especially will be familiar with this. You know, it's, do you become a partner at the firm? Do you go in-house for a client? Do you do something a little bit more entrepreneurial? And I always saw kind of the law firm world as a, as an option for me as, as a, I guess, a, a, a backstop if the entrepreneurial endeavors that I wanted to pursue didn't, didn't work out how I wanted them to, but fortunately they have. So talking to you, as I mentioned from, from Columbia today, five years now, I'm a partner with Legacy Group, which is our investment firm down here. We basically either invest in businesses that we find or we build businesses that we, that we you know, see a market opportunity for. So our flagship business right now in Columbia is, is called the Green Coffee Company. Started the business back in 2017. Anybody who knows coffee is hurt, you know, and, and knows it's it's affiliated strongly with Colombia. And I think the best coffee in the world comes from here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but our our thesis at Legacy Group is really connecting U.S. capital to opportunities in Latin America with a current focus on Colombia. See a real gap in the market for for capital. When we see a high interest from primarily U.S. based investors who are looking for some diversification, looking for some new industries, new markets that they can access. So our targeted client is really the U.S. accredited investor slash high net worth investor. We we have about 400 clients right now who have invested with us in in the businesses that we have here in Colombia, and we've brought about $55 million to the, the country. So my background as an attorney is helpful because working with U.S. clients, regardless of the jurisdiction we're in, we're tapping into U.S.-based investors, all the same rules of the game apply in terms of regulation, et cetera. So, you know, that background helps, but then it gives me a chance to do the entrepreneurial things I've, I've been looking to do from a business building perspective. Yeah, incredible. Love it. <clears throat> um, who have been some, some people that have impacted your journey that you just talked about along the way, like some leaders, coaches, mentors, and and what are some of the characteristics that really have stood out from those individuals as well? Yeah, it's a good question. I grew up a a football player, played football in in college. I'd say, I'd say definitely the coaches that I had along the way before becoming an attorney, I was, I studied in in undergrad, I studied uh, education. So I thought I was either going to be, health is that do something in the coaching space really grew up grew up in a in a world where like everybody i knew was either a teacher or a coach so those were the main influences i had obviously yeah. my interest separated from that as i as i got into it but you know i think that um there's for for business you can basically find a, a sport analogy in it and it works for anything so i'd say kind of growing up with that backdrop has, has helped me from a leadership standpoint being part of a team, understanding that everybody is depending on everybody else, that that's critical, I think, for both working in an organization, but conveying that to the team and and helping them understand that they're part of something bigger than themselves. All those lessons that come from that background, I think, are important. And then, of course, in the professional world as well, uh, fortunate to have worked at two great law firms, so outstanding people who are at the top of their field, in that in that role, I was one on one often with CFOs, CEOs of Fortune 500 companies, 
all, all those people I think have, have had an influence on me one way or another, whether it's simply learning how to communicate, uh, learning how to handle yourself in a, in a room with highly successful people who, who have their flaws, but from a professional standpoint, um, you, you can look up to. Uh, so I think, you know, all those learning lessons along, along the way and just learning by osmosis yeah. is, is important as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we have similar similar backgrounds. I I played some college football as well, and um, nice phys ed major. <laughs> and there you um, go. Today, not. I guess in a way, I'm we. I'm definitely using the education background for sure, but but not as a teacher. So yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What's uh What's the vision for you, and what you guys are up to? What you What you doing? I think championship leaders. You know, again, football analogy right uh nick saban bill belichick these these coaches that seem to you know they're competing against the best in the world and they're continuing to find a way to to rise to the top every single year year after year um, yeah i think a big part is the vision that they have and the courage that they have to take action on it so maybe what's the vision for you i always love asking that and what's the impact you want to make through that yeah like those guys were were trying to win championships coffee company, for example, you know, our goal there is become the biggest coffee company in the world. We're already the largest in Colombia, about one and a half times larger than anybody else here. And we've done that in five years. So getting to the largest in the world as well within the, the realm of, of possibility, um, making a big impact for our investors, want to mm. kind of get them the returns that we've talked about so that they come back to us over and over again. And we can continue to be involved in businesses that we're excited about and businesses we feel can have a real impact. So our goal for investors there is a billion dollar plus valuation and an IPO in the U S or a sale to somebody who sees the value that we're creating. So we're, we're thinking big and we want to do that with all the, the businesses that we either build or, or source here, but nothing, nothing small championships not not playoff games not uh, the world championships yeah yeah yeah. yes what's uh who's number one who are you chasing in the world yeah big big producers in brazil okay okay it's not going to be it's not going to be like a starbucks or name that you guys know yeah no not a household name it's just huge producers who export a ton yeah um but right now, for scale perspective, I mean, the, the largest producers are about 8,000 acres, 13 million coffee trees. We're about 7,000 about 7, acres and about 9 million coffee trees on in the operation. So we're not far behind. Wow. Yeah, we right. can certainly get there. Mm-hmm. Certainly get Very there. Cool. Yeah. What's, uh, let's, let's shift gears just a little bit and maybe think of a time where you had what I call like a critical moment that fork in the road, trying to make the decision on which way to go. Um, you've, you did make the decision you had, which has you where you are today, but if you didn't, you'd be in a different place. Um, I, I think there's just always a lot of listeners that, that are probably in that moment right now, trying to figure out which way to go. And, and it's always powerful to hear how the guests of the show have chosen those moments. So is there a time that pops to your head as I ask that question? Yeah, I would go back to the decision of leaving leaving the U.S. and coming down to Colombia. I think that was a, mm-hmm. obviously a major fork in the road for where I am professionally, personally, kind of doors that have opened up. I would say kind of what I was going through mentally at the time was a little bit of a sense of 
is, is the work that I'm doing on behalf of third-party clients meaningful to me? And it was hard for me to answer that as a, as a, as a yes. I felt that I felt the work I was doing was a little bit repetitive and I was kind of building for other people when there was this opportunity out there to do it for not only for myself, but for investors who would come along for the journey with us and kind of everything that comes along with it. Um, but I think the mental exercise was, you know, what's, what's my downside risk here? If I take this, if I take this risk, do something a little bit, I guess, call it contrarian and, and bet on myself, you know, if, if I fall, what's, what's the, what, what comes after that? And I think for most people, or at least I definitely did at, at the outset, when you're making those decisions, you think about the worst case scenario and, and instead of thinking yeah. about potentially the most realistic um, and what I've kind of gathered from talking with people since having you know, made the, the, the move down here and tried something new and kind of gone down the entrepreneurial path is if I wanted to go back to corporate America, I think for most people, they would look at, look at the willingness to take risk and try something different as a plus rather than, oh, why do you have this gap on your resume or, or something yeah, kind of sure. so silly along those lines? Um, so I think, it's, I think it's a plus. I think it's important to follow your heart. You're never going to have all the facts, all the information that comes with everything, whether it's building a business or making an important life move. You know, there's going to be a, a, an element of the, the unknown. Um, and just, and just betting on yourself. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I love that. What's, um, as we start to wrap this up, what, if there's one or two things you could give the listener that, you know, principles or, um, uh, guiding points in their life, right. To kind of live by, if they were to apply today it would help move their life forward today. What might that be? Yeah, mine, mine would be that bet on yourself, try to make an educated, try to try to make an educated bet, just like you would if you're starting a business, picking a stock, <laughs> deciding yeah. who you think is going to win the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> you know, got to got to do it in an educated way. But usually the, the worst case scenario is not is not what's going to come to fruition is, is, is my sense of things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What would um, what would be the the best way to check in with you? I don't know if you're on social media or not, or if there's a place that people could come and and you know find out more about what you guys are about. Yeah, if anybody wants to find me personally, I'm on I'm on LinkedIn, so you can find me there. Um, if you want to know more about what we're doing from a business building perspective, or think about investing with us, you can find me on LinkedIn, or my email is adam.j legacy-group.co so anybody can find us there we have an open funding round going on right now for our coffee business so we'd love to have some more of the accredited high net worth investors come along for the journey with us and get excited about what we're doing yeah absolutely yeah i appreciate that we'll get that linked up and for the listener right now if if you've enjoyed this conversation please stay right here for the next episode jason uh adam jason appreciate you being here and uh Thanks. Thanks for the time. Thank you, Nate. Appreciate it. In 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say. 
nature going home I missed my life, missed my wife For 15 months she was all alone But when I got back I felt out of control Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold I keep on drinking so I'm sinking in a river of liquor Me and my wife weren't alright, I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be so I Invested in myself, I started seeing coaches Life is a camera, I fixed the lens and now I see in focus Now my life's unrecognizable From my life just a couple years ago 17 plus years of marriage, it's never been better than this and we got three kids, that's who I do it for I'm gonna be a leader I'ma lead the way Cause I'm a firm believer We can do anything we want If I said it then I meant it I probably already did it Consider it Consider it If you need some inspiration you should play this Championship Leadership Podcast Hey Bailey Hey, babe.